0: Hey there, welcome back to the Katie Lance podcast. It's episode 160 and I am so excited for our conversation today. In this episode, I had the pleasure of talking with Christine George and Carrie Edwards, the co-founders of Post and Beam Creative, and we had amazing conversation. You guys, we talked all about branding, marketing, especially in the real estate space. But whether you're in real estate, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're just trying to build a personal brand, I know you're going to get a lot out of this conversation. Uh, For those of you who aren't familiar with Christine and Carrie, Christine is a classically trained marketer. She has an extensive customer marketing experience in real estate franchising, brokerage, and consumer packaged goods. And her niche is really in creating business development and marketing strategies for small businesses, entrepreneurs, and real estate professionals. Carrie is an experienced graphic designer specializing in brand identity and strategy, and she has worked across numerous industries, including publishing, advertising, nonprofit, and higher education. And she really believes that her foundation in the arts provided a strong base for everything else. So these two ladies are amazing definitely would encourage you to give them a follow at postandbeamcreative.com. But check out this conversation. I know you're going to enjoy it. And I would absolutely love to hear from you after you watch the episode. Let me know what you think. Reach out, share it out, give me a tag, reach out to me on Instagram. You guys know that's the best way to connect. And uh, I I just can't wait for you to hear what uh, what these two ladies talk about. So let's get on with the show. Let's talk about branding. And again, welcome Christine and Carrie. You're listening to the Katie Lance podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, social media geek, real estate pro, a mom, or maybe all of the above and ready to level up your social media game, you're in the right place. Hey everybody! Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Katie Lance, and I'm so excited to be here today. This is going to be such a fun conversation. I am thrilled to be chatting with a couple pretty fantastic people. Uh, we are going to be talking with the co-founders of Post and Beam Creative, Christine George and Carrie Edwards, all about marketing and branding today. It is a subject that is near and dear to my heart, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So, Carrie, Christine, welcome. Thank, Thank you,
1: Katie. <laughs>
0: I'm so excited to have both of you here today. We were just chatting before we went live, and I was saying, I feel like so much of what you guys specialize in is it just goes hand in hand with so much of what we talk about. You know, we get social smart and social media and content. Uh, and I think we're going to have a really fun conversation today about branding, which is such an important world in the world of real estate, as we all know. Sure is. It, it sure
1: is. is.
0: So I want to kind of get right into it and talk about. Some of the common mistakes that you both see, because I know you work with a lot of agents and brokers. You've both been in um, the real estate space and the marketing space for a long time. So, what are some of the common mistakes that you see real estate agents and brokers making when it comes to branding and how can they avoid them?
2: Yeah, I think I can feel this one. Um, If you follow us at all or you are one of our clients, one of the first things you'll know is that I'm like adamantly opposed to this trend where everybody feels they have to have a roof or a key or a door for their branding, because it's not going to make you unique to other agents or roofers, builders, locksmiths, they all use them. (laughs) So one of the things you want to do is really identify who you are, and what makes you unique, that is beyond the obvious, the house, the whatever. Um, And so you want to be unique and be yourself and not try to look like somebody else either. Um, I think a really great example of that is uh, we just did some branding for Betty Russo. Um, Betty Russo is a member of your Academy. I know she's part of your community. Betty loves purple, like loves it. And she's a Keller Williams agent. So that's like totally different color palette. Right. But we worked with Betty to work, make that purple work and choose a purple that coordinated with her brand. And now she's so consistent with it. And like, I see purple. And before I even see that it's Betty, I know it's Betty. And that's the important thing. Be true to what you love. She is able to be consistent with it because she loves it. So I think it's being true to your, who you are and being consistent. So that's my other kind of pitfall. I think that agents fall into. They go on Canva and it's an amazing tool, but every other day they're using a different Canva template for their socials. Um, and when you do that, you become unrecognizable. So mm-hmm. you really need to stick to two to three colors and two to three fonts and a, a consistent palette. Consistency is not boring. And I think that's something that is a misconception. Um, so I think those are some of the bigger pitfalls. Um, I don't know, Christine, what do you think?
1: Uh, yes, totally. 100% agree. I and mean, I think another pitfall is like trying, and this comes with, I think, not fully understanding social media, but trying to put every word logo possible <laughs> on an image, like yes. that you don't see the image. It's like you're selling a home. I don't, I want to see the home. I don't want to see your name, your logo, your broker name, your phone number, your website, um, and a little bit about the house, put all of that in the caption, mm-hmm. put all of that in the caption or do a voiceover, you know, or
2: like- have a link tree because also even things in the caption are not clickable. Um, that's a huge thing for me, sure. you know, they'll put web addresses that are like really long and somebody has <laughs> got to retype it because it's not, especially on Instagram, it's not clickable. Facebook is a little more forgiving. Um, But another, like to add on to what Christine said, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a QR code on an Instagram post and I'm on my phone. So I'm on my phone. (laughs) What am I supposed to do with a QR code if I'm scrolling Instagram on my (laughs) phone? It's one of those things that's a disconnect. QR codes are an amazing, incredible tool. We use them all the time. They don't belong there. There's a place for them. So I think having an understanding of, where to use the tools that you have, where they're appropriate, where they work, where they don't. That's really important because yeah. you're just spinning your wheels.
0: Yeah. I think you make a really good point about that disconnect. I think that it seems like from my perspective that a lot of agents and brokers, you know, over the years have done a lot of marketing, but they're not always necessarily thinking through like what that would look like on Instagram. Right. Yeah. And Right. they'll follow their own. I mean, they're not, you know, you don't become a real estate agent and all of a sudden become like a marketing professional <laughs> either, yeah. you know? So, For sure. yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that context is huge, what you're talking about.
1: Well, I think you also bring up a good point, which is a little bit unrelated to your question, but you don't go to real estate school to become a marketing professional. And so I think, you know, the whole reason we're in business is to take that marketing, you know, yeah. um, burden off the backs of the agents so that they don't actually have to deal with, you know, all the time that it takes to, you know, create those strategies and, and then actually design them and implement them. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I think being a part of Katie Lance's Academy is a huge way to help become educated around how to implement those strategies as well. Um, but I think, you know, when you're a real estate agent, you're, as we say, the chief cook and bottle washer, like you've got, you're wearing a lot of hats. And so it's, you know, you're right. It's no fault of their own, but it's definitely one of the pitfalls that we see for sure. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. I've seen that uh, time and time again and over, over many years for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think that ties really well into kind of my my next question, which was about personal brand, you know, you mentioned Betty Russo, how she's part of a bigger brand and, and a lot of agents are part of bigger brands. And even if they're, solo agents or solo, uh, maybe not part of a bigger brand, their personal brand is still an important piece of the conversation, right? So how important is it do you both think for an agent to have a personal brand? And then maybe you can touch on some of those key elements to building that personal brand.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll take that one because I think one of the misconceptions um, is that a personal brand equals a visual identity or a logo, And that is, that's actually a myth. Um, Your personal brand is what you stand for. It's the way you make people feel, right? And so it's really for real estate agents, it's about being um, known. And I think what's unique about the real estate space versus any other industry is that um, the house is actually not the product that's being sold. It's the agent that needs to sell themselves um, and in order for an agent to be able to sell themselves, the first thing that they need is trust, right? People need to be able to trust them. So that's the first thing in in terms of building your own, your personal brand is, is creating trust. And then beyond that, it's layering in those things that are unique to them, their personality, their character, their... Um, hobbies, the things that make them relatable to people. Those are the things, once you have trust, those are the things that are actually going to allow an agent to attract clients. It's only when um, an agent is established um, in their personal brand, has an established business that we recommend that they invest in a visual identity or a logo And the reason for that is um, because it doesn't make sense to invent. And here we are, right? That this is what we do for a living, right? So we will turn away clients who come to us and say, I want a visual identity. I, I want a logo. And they are, you know, a year or two years in the business. It's not time for a visual logo. It's still time to go out there and establish yourself because once you're established, then you understand, you have clarity around who your target audience is, what your niche is, what your strengths are and what you've become known for. Um, And then your visual identity is a reflection of that. And so Betty Russo, Russo is a great example because she's been in the business a really long time. She has established herself. She is known for certain things, one of them being purple, right? And so her visual identity becomes a reflection of what people already know about her. And so, you know, that's, I, I don't know, Carrie, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah.
2: the As you were talking, I actually thought of something I would add. I want agents who are new in the business to know it's okay to lean into your brokerage brand until you have your own, because like yeah. Christine said, it's those first few years where you're you're establishing your brand of who you are like what niche you serve and what you're known for like you're known for being you know knowing everything about a certain neighborhood or you are known for working with um single moms or you know you ha- that's that's how you build your brand and it's okay to lean on your brokerage brand and to to use that as you build yourself up until you get to a Betty Russo point.
1: Well, it's a great point because you're, the brokerage brand is really, it's a, it's the horsepower behind you. It's the, it's the brand name. It's the recognition, um, that until you become recognizable in the market, it's really the thing that is going to give you that sort of credibility. Right. So, you know, who, as you were talking, um, I, I think of like our friend, uh, Pam Blair, From Yoga Bug Real Estate, right? Like she is known as an outdoors person. She's known as a yogi, as a yoga teacher. She's known as a dog lover um, because she puts herself out there both online and offline, like through her events as such, right? And so people become accustomed to seeing Pam on a mountain doing a market report or having her bonanza in the park in Portland or, you know, doing a yoga pose. And so um, that very much is a reflection of her personal brand. Yeah.
2: Pam doesn't splash her logo all over her social media marketing.
0: She doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a, a great point. And I love what you said earlier about how it's Obviously, there's a visual part of branding, but there's also, you know, I, I often will say to people, it's like what people say about you when you're not in the room, you know, yes. like your, your character okay. and, and what's important to you and how you carry yourself. And yeah. I agree with you with, with Pam. I always love seeing her before I even really see her content. I feel like I'll be scrolling Instagram. I'm like, that's a Pam video. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> or yes. I know
0: she's doing a market report because she's standing <laughs> on top of a mountain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So yeah. I think I think that. It is. It's interesting because obviously there's a, there's marketing strategies that go into play when you talk about building a personal brand or when you talk about aligning yourself with your brokerage brand, mm-hmm. which I, I completely agree with. Um, what are some marketing strategies that you both have seen that seem to work really well for agents and brokers now in 2023? And yeah. maybe there's some things online, but also offline because I think both both are an important conversation.
1: You know, um, I think there's just there's just so many um, options in terms of strategies. You know, there's there's digital strategies, there's social media strategies. Obviously, there's video. There's um, I do believe in um, print um, campaigns when they're done the right way. I've seen a lot of agents do really well. Um, any one of these strategies can work. Uh, I've seen you know who I'm thinking of. Carrie is Greg DeGiorgio. He loves to barbecue. So that's a big part of his brand. And he yeah. holds client events around that. Like there's so many things that you can do, um, to garner business and build relationships. But I think the most important thing, none of it matters or works unless you do three things. And that is plan, make a plan, um, see the plan through, like follow through is hugely important. And then being consistent. I mean, a plan, following through with the plan and being consistent. That ultimately is what's going to make any strategy successful. And I think that that's one of the pitfalls I see in this business is, you know, agents either don't make a plan or they don't see it through. They give up too early. I see a lot of agents give up too early because they don't see the results fast enough. Um, And I feel like, you know, marketing strategies are really like, sort of like exercise, you know, or losing weight. Like if you have a goal to lose 25 pounds, it's not going to happen in two months. It's just not, you know, it's look at your husband, for example, like he has worked so hard in the last two years and he's changed so many things, but he's done it over a long period of time, time consistently. It's not like he he got he got to his goal immediately, right? So it's the same thing with marketing strategies. Whatever it is you choose, you've got to see it through and you've got to be consistent about it and be patient because marketing is not like, you know, it's not instant gratification. It takes time. I think it's hard
2: to because there's so many choices for agents especially and they, they hear yeah. so, there's so many different people saying do this, do this, do this, do this. And so you know, it's very easy to go to the, to the new shiny thing and forget about the thing that you started two weeks ago. Um, My only other thing I would add on to that is, you know, like we said, Pam's a great example, Betty's a great example. You don't necessarily have to identify yourself by everything you like and love. You know, you can whittle down to, you know, two or three things that you really love. Like, it's funny. I always say, yeah, our color palette is predominantly the yellow and the orange and we put some splashes of blue in there. Guess what? Those aren't our favorite colors. Like we didn't choose those because Christine and I love yellow and orange, but we chose a palette based on something that meant something to us and we stick with that. We stay within that. And it's not just about your colors, it's about the things that you put out. So you can pretty much pinpoint three things about Pam. You know, outdoorsmen, dogs, yoga. Mm-hmm. And then Betty, New Jersey, purple And her community, she's really, you know, she always is promoting local businesses. That's another thing I think about Betty. So pick three things, try to narrow it down. And I will tell you, Christine does these amazing discovery calls with all of our new clients where she digs deep and she asks like all these questions that people don't even, they just, they never think of it. And then when it comes, when they're asked the question and it comes out of their mouth of, oh yes, that's how I feel about this thing. And it really helps you hone your vision. So, if you can't, you know, book a discovery call with Christine, try and hone your vision. Get out the magazines, get out the scissors and tape. Make a mood board of your own. Create the vision that is that what you want to be, but hone it down. Get get narrow. Yeah.
0: Well, I love okay. what both said about how <clears throat> how you don't have to incorporate every little nuance of of your life and your interests. Just I love that takeaway of, of picking, you know, three things and honing it down. I think that's, and I love the idea of magazines. I used to do that. I remember being a I teacher getting yeah, out yeah. all the magazines and. Yeah. Know. I mean, now you can do it with like, you know, pictures online
2: and you could just piece it all together Pinterest. in Google <laughs> yeah. or Pinterest. I mean, yeah. that's really what Pinterest is, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. But even on Pinterest, like you can have like 8,000 boards and maybe you do, maybe you already have a Pinterest that's got like all your different interests and categories. So go to your Pinterest boards and, choose like two or three of them and say, this is what I want to put out there to my audience. This is how, this is what I want them to know about me. And that also means you can keep your, some of your personal stuff personal. You don't have to
1: tell them every little
2: detail about your life, unless that's who you are. If that's, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But I know it's not the thing for a lot of people. So Mm -hmm. that's a great example. Pinterest is awesome for that. Like just pick a few.
1: I know when I think of Katie Lance, I think of the kids, family. I think of Hello Kitty. And I think of Rex, the cat. Yeah. I mean, outside of social media. Our cat has made it into my brand.
0: He's the star of the show. He is. He is anyway, so i I think a lot of what you're talking about also goes into this conversation of of standing out, right? of differentiating yourself. And I feel like from talking to a lot of agents and brokers, they feel challenged to differentiate themselves because they're one of many, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know what the current nAR numbers are. There's you know million plus realtors uh, in, in the u s alone. So how can agents and brokers differentiate themselves when they feel like they're in this sea of, I I hate to say sea of sameness, but there's a lot, there's a lot of folks who are doing the same thing they're doing, especially in a lot of these busy markets that we see.
1: Yeah. And, and I'll tell you um, that not all agents are created equal. And I think that's one of the biggest frustrations with the agents who are out there, you know, doing the right thing by the client day in and day out. Um, And so that can be really frustrating when they don't get the business, Right. Um, so I personally, um, I think this sounds really simple and I think it's not as easy to execute as it, as it is simple to understand. Um, I, I think you've got to just be yourself. Like, I think you have to go out there and build relationships based, based on authenticity, you know, based on relatability, based on um, who you are. And I think that's, it's really scary for some people. I mean, heck, we're all afraid that nobody's going to like us. Right. Like, so I think it's really, it's hard from that perspective, but I think that at the end of the day, if you're, um, not comparing yourself to other people and you're not trying to imitate other people, because anytime you try to do what somebody else is doing, it's never going to come off. Right. Um, You know, I think that that is the key to differentiating yourself and being successful. I mean, you're a limited edition, right? You're a limited edition. Why not celebrate that?
2: I love that.
1: And also, I mean, invest in,
2: you know, somebody who can make you look unique and not, you know, this is not a sales pitch, but it is the reality. You know, when you're a real estate agent, that's what you're good at. Um, you're not a graphic designer, you're not a creative director and pulling, you know, a logo from Canva or social media or not social media, stock photos or stock images is not going to set you apart because somebody else is using it. <laughs> and it's also not trademarkable. That's another big thing that I, um, I wish people knew you can't own it. You'll never be, you'll never own it. If you take it from either can't and it, Canva frustrates me. I I know it's a great tool, but they actually have like a logo maker section. And I cringe when I see it because it's good to, if you need to just get something started, but you can't own that forever. So find somebody who is good at digging deep with you, helping you set yourself apart and make that investment. Um, You know, we worked with SQ Real Estate when Lisa Eskew, who had been with Remax for, I don't even know how many years, probably more than 20 wanted to, you know, branch out and create their own brokerage. We were careful with choosing everything about what they did because we wanted Lisa to carry through, you know, all her, her name and, you know, all her experience and everything. So for them, but we, we really wanted to set them apart from Remax and everybody in their market. And that was, that's tough. You know, they're in Dallas Fort Worth area. There's a lot of real estate there. And we asked them to just go around their neighborhood and take photos of all the lawn signs. And that was that helped us to inform their brand and setting them apart. And it's very colorful. Everything was very bold and bright and like we're talking neon greens and you know, and that's fine. That's totally fine. That's not Lisa. That's not the SQs. So we went the other direction with a very soft blue and a black color palette. It's just this, we call it SQ blue. It's like a Wedgwood blue. SQ blue, black, and white. Those are their colors. That's it. There aren't even any secondary colors or anything. And it's quiet, but they actually stand out even more because they're not trying to shout in a crowd. They're the ones in the corner waiting for
0: people to come to them. <laughs> Less
1: is more, right? Less is
0: more. Well, I think that's the value of, of obviously chatting with, The professional, whether it's you guys or it's it's some other you know creative firm or you know designer. I mean, I I agree with you. I I love Canva. I teach Canva all day long. But you know, people ask me all the time. Well, what about a logo? Can I just create it in Canva? And I just really encourage people, like you said, take a step back. It's such a it's a it's a big thing. It's not like you're just creating a little graphic for you know a little meme or something that you know that's fun that you're going to put up and it's going to be you know gone in a couple hours or whatever. It's it should be, you know, an extension of who you are. So taking exactly
2: that, taking that, yeah, piece. it's kind of like using a
0: screwdriver for a hammer job. <laughs> right? You
2: know, it really is. It
0: um, could work, but not very effectively. <laughs> tool, but not exactly. for that. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm doing any work around the house, I might. That'll, that'll work. That'll do.
2: I've almost definitely used a screwdriver for hammer more than once. <laughs> uh.
0: But yeah, I well, think- I I love all the examples, and I love uh, you know, it's, it makes me smile that all the all the folks that you've mentioned who are near and dear to my heart. You've mentioned you know a lot of the folks who are longtime members of our academy, folks who've come to our our masterminds over the years, and I also think it goes to and I didn't I didn't have this on my list of questions, for, uh, but I was just thinking it really goes to like you you both said like that longevity and that just being patient and. Mm-hmm you know, there's, there comes a point sometimes where maybe people get bored of their brand and they think it's not working because they've been doing it for a while. And you really do have to have some patience, um, and just that confidence of, okay, we're in this for the long haul, right? Wouldn't you agree? Like you're in this for the long haul. You have to think about more like a marathon, not like we're not, you know, we're not getting the views today. We're not getting the clicks. Like it just takes time. And most people I think give up too soon personally.
1: Yes. I to totally get a t-shirt agree.
2: that says
0: consistency is not boring. Like I yeah, I want to <laughs> say it over
2: and over and over again. And I do think people get tired. We had a very uh trusted advisor tell us when we first started our business, which hasn't even been a full year, that we were going to hate our logo in a year or two or whatever. And I mean, so far I still love it. So <laughs> it's good, but that's why brands change too. And and that's another important thing to know like it's okay to evolve your brand um especially if yeah maybe you did have you know your niece's boyfriend college intern do your logo for you 10 years ago and it worked and it's great but you're ready to evolve that's okay that's okay you can tweak it change it and still be true to yourself but you can't change it you know every other week
0: right Right. Well, I often say, and I know you both have heard me say this. I say it all the time. The whole done is better than perfect. Right. Yeah. And it's fine to start on. I think of that when you talk about, you know, just start with where you're at. And it, yeah, if you, if you ended up creating something in Canva or you did something or whatever, like you can always start there. We don't have to, we don't have to push pause and not do any work just because right. you're, you're branding. I
2: mean, even That's when awesome. Betty evolved her brand, she, we did a new logo for her, but she was using shades of purple and and like a dark red and like but we just helped her hone in on ones that coordinated with her Keller Williams parent brand and that she she was sort of using just any purple she wasn't really super consistent with it and so we just helped her kind of tweak and evolve it and get it to a place where she now has two different shades of purple that she uses and her consistent logo and all of that. And she's really happy. And it's not like it looks completely different than the Betty Russo of six months ago.
1: Yeah. 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 So it's it's just got a little little bit of a little more pop, a little more polish, you know? Yeah. A little refreshing. So you've, you've shared another,
0: a a number of great examples, any other examples of, of of agents or brokers that you've worked with, or that you've seen that you think are really successful in terms of just their branding and their, and their marketing campaigns that you'd like to share?
1: You know, who is doing a phenomenal job. We worked with a company out in Western Massachusetts called Berkshire Dream Home, Hmm. and they, um, Well, I'll let Carrie kind of explain their door knocker, but I, what I will say, I'll give you the punchline first. They have embraced, first of all, they didn't see what needed to be done. Even though they came to us, they must say, I think they sort of knew intuitively and they came to us, we worked with them and they have embraced their new brand and are hitting it out of the park with their lawn, all of everything that they're doing, their lawn signs, their um, social media, their website, everything that they put out there is on brand and is completely consistent. And they, they, Carrie, I didn't even tell you this when I talked to Andy the other day, um, they have grown by six agents in the last four months. So Which is about
2: when we launched their new brand, their new
1: brand. Yeah. Not yeah. saying like, that we had I anything know. to do with it, but I think what happened is, you know, they, Um, they made an investment in their brand and their website and their social media. And, you know, it's, you can see it. And so people see there's something going on, they're making an investment, they care. uh, And I think that all makes a difference. And people are watching when you don't even realize that they're watching. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a
2: brand evolution. I will speak to to. Using a door knocker in theirs because I said the very beginning of this podcast, I'm like adamantly opposed to the roofs and the locks and the doors and all of that. But Berkshire Dream Home is a unique set of circumstances. (laughs) God bless them. Andy went to his printer and said, I need a logo. And years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago and actually had pulled a a clip art, like a photo image of a gold (laughs) doorknocker and they just took Times New Roman and put BDH across the doorknocker and that was it. But the reality is it's how they have been identified for 10 years. So instead of completely moving away from that doorknocker, we gave them options to do so we incorporated a new, modern, clean graphic of a door knocker, but it's not the logo. It's a part of a more elegant, bigger, you know look of their look, bigger part of their logo. And it really works for them. It's, it's just fits well with who they are. And it brings that it's bringing that little bit of who they were into who they are. Yeah. And if you want to see what the before and after looks like it's on our website, AMIA, yes. on our, our work page, because it's a dramatic change.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a great example. And he, I, I, they, they have it on their shirts. They walk around the town with their shirts on. I mean, it's, it's, they're, I'm so proud of them. And they're just such a great group yeah, of people.
0: They're doing a good job. That's fantastic. Well, we will definitely link your website below so we, people can check it out. Just post and beamcreative.com. Uh, but I love that. It's an evolution. Like you said, their brand has evolved. Yes. So I'll have yes. to check that out. Sure. Yeah. So I know we've chatted about branding, we talked about marketing and and all kinds of great stuff. We could probably talk for another couple hours about all of this, <laughs> but before we wrap up today, is there anything that else that I, I didn't ask you anything else you want to cover? I know, you know, before we, we were chatting today, Christine, you were telling me a little bit about your listing service There's some yes. exciting things that are happening with what you guys are doing. So we'd yeah. love.
1: Oh my God. So thank you. Katie. What's going on. Yes. Yeah. So, um, You know, we obviously do a lot of of, of brand identity work, but we also have a phenomenal service that, you know, we have honed in the last year and it's getting a lot of traction. um, And that is a listing collateral service um, where agents, instead of, you know, rushing and trying to spend five hours on either Canva or, you know, the tech platform that their brokerage provides. To get their listing collateral together, think listing brochure, you know, social media images, uh, you know, a digital, you know, QR code uh, sheet, postcard if they need it, um, all of those things. Though, can you imagine if you're not a gra- graphic designer, how long it takes an agent to to do all of that for one listing? It's it's agonizing. I I know because I am not a graphic designer. And before I met Carrie, I was trying to do all that stuff on Canva and it takes a damn long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a service where it's like ordering a pizza. Agents, we create their, their materials for them, specifically for them. They're like nobody else's. It's their template, nobody else's. Um, we have it in our system. They go on every time they have a, a listing. They order their collateral through us. We use their templates that we created for them and they get it back within 24 hours. So oh. it's just a great, um, it's it's a great investment. It's not expensive. Um, if you do one to 12 listings a year, it's $99 a month. Hmm. Um, so it's it's very affordable and it just takes so much of the burden if you're a listing agent, um, you know, off of you to have to worry about doing your, your own collateral.
2: Yeah, every client that we, have using it is like, ah, oh, that's the that's sort of the overall reaction. Like, like, this is so great. You mean yeah. I don't have to like? It's not a Canva template. No, it's not a Canva template. It's a it's actually an Adobe InDesign template. It's only a template for for us to use. <laughs> We're you know, but it is it's something so that you can ex- know what to expect and so that we can turn it around quickly. But we do the heavy lifting. We do
0: all the work. And then you just get back a printable document. That's great. Yeah, I can imagine there's probably a big sigh of like, okay, yeah. <laughs> take something off their plate. And, oh, and uh, then
2: they can focus on the important stuff, which is working with their clients, especially when you get to that critical point where the house is just about to go on the market who has the time to be messing with a brochure and the social media <laughs> posts when you've got to make sure that, you know, your client's kids toys are put away or that room got painted or, you know, exactly. you've got that stuff in storage and everything looks nice and you're ready for the, the walk opening. is shoveled and you know, the, the, the flowers <laughs> are
1: watered, you know,
2: all There's, of it. we understand. And I think that's what also makes us unique. Like we understand what real estate agents have to do on a day-to-day basis because we are, we've been in real estate for so long. So we get it and we're just trying to make it easier for them.
0: Yeah. Thank you for Uh, letting us pitch that. (laughs) of Of course. And yeah, for anyone, anyone listening, whether you're watching over on our YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or the podcast, wherever you're listening. Uh, yeah, definitely. I would encourage you to go to postandbeamcreative.com. That's probably the best place, right? For, for folks to find out about your services mm-hmm. and, uh, and connect with you guys. So thank you both so much. This has been such thank a you, fun Katie. conversation.
2: Thank you. We
0: Absolutely. love you, Katie. Thank you for
2: everything
0: <laughs> you do to support us. Oh, well, I am, uh, I'm a big fan. I think that you guys are doing some amazing work. I think it's it's definitely an important piece of the industry and i love that you're both so thoughtful with with what you do and intentional and um you know i i just i think it's awesome i'm i'm so excited that you said yes to be here today because i think okay. this is the conversation that uh, that so many people needed to hear so Um, And for everyone listening here today, if you are watching this over on YouTube and you enjoyed this conversation, we would love if you hit the subscribe button and the bell button and the like button and interact with this this and let us know what you think. Feel free to share this out. It's one of the best things that you can do for any type of content that you're listening is share it out, tag tag me, tag post and beam. I know we would love to connect with you. If you're listening on the podcast, we would love your five-star reviews. They do make a big difference. So thank you in advance. And like I said, we will link to post and be being creative below. So you can check that out and would also encourage you if you are enjoying our content and you are ready to get smarter about social media, feel free to check out our get social smart Academy. You can find out more at katielance.com forward slash Academy. All right, my friends. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Carrie. I loved our conversation today. Have a great day and we'll see you guys soon. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you want more, head over to katielance.com and check out the Get Social Smart Academy, guaranteed to get you social smart. Also sign up for our free email newsletter packed full of great content. Until next time, get social smart.